This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Can it happen here? Could the rise of ISIS-K bring the war on terror back to the homeland? Is there a threat to the United States? A hundred percent. Then, Biden in crisis. The photo that's making history. He just looked very beleaguered, deflated, devastated. And Kanye controversy. No vaccine, no COVID test, no problem. And desperate parents fibbing about their children's age to get the vaccine. Then, what are you doing? The plus-sized influencer who says she was body shamed at the gym. At what point did you feel like she was fat shaming you? And the popular dating show so naughty we can't even say the name you won't believe who won yes a year ago he was in quarantine an opportunity knocked on my door plus the desperate rescue once trapped under the street and honey boo boo sophisticated model her sweet 16 fashion shoot plus the return of ABBA. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. The death toll continues to climb in the wake of Thursday's terror attack in Kabul. In addition to the 13 U.S. service members, local health officials say nearly 200 people are known dead, with at least 200 more wounded. Troops there remain on high alert as evacuation efforts continue. Meantime, here at home with the 20th anniversary of 9-11, just two weeks from now, as Stephen Fabian reports, there is concern. Could something similar happen here? Could America be the next target? That's the specter haunting the homeland following the terror bombing in Kabul. Is there a threat to the United States? A hundred percent. Inside Edition spoke to CBS News foreign correspondent Charlie Daggett up. Ultimately, ISIS is a suicide death cult. Today, the attacks may be in Afghanistan, but tomorrow, in the weeks ahead, in the months ahead, you can be sure that ISIS will be wanting to launch attacks in Europe and in the United States. Next month, the nation will commemorate the 20th anniversary of the 9-11 attacks that triggered the war in Afghanistan. And just two weeks ago, the Department of Homeland Security issued a national terrorism bulletin warning of the risk of targeted violence over the anniversary. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when and how and where. Here in Times Square, we've got a police presence behind us here, but we can see that. What is happening behind the scenes that we can't see? They're trying to figure out specifically 
who is the next threat. ISIS-K released this photo of the suicide bomber who caused such devastation yesterday. Experts say ISIS-K has 2,000 fighters. They are notorious for their depravity. In 2020, they invaded a maternity ward and killed two babies. In May this year, they targeted an all-girls school in Kabul. Parents have been burying their children, many of them young girls, killed in a bombing attack outside of a school. I'll tell you how evil this is. What happened was just as the school bell rang and the children were running out into the street, as we see in the United States, there was a car bomb that blew up. And that took out a lot of people, a lot of young kids. Then there were two IEDs, so roadside bombs that were already planted there. So when the first responders came in and tried to save lives, those exploded as well. Former Obama Defense Secretary Leon Panetta has an unsettling prediction about the U.S. and Afghanistan. We're going to have to go back in to get ISIS. There's a pretty good chance we can identify who was involved uh, with this attack. Uh, and once we are able to locate them, uh, we have to go after them. However, the crisis in Afghanistan is resolved. America's abrupt departure and the carnage of the bombing is a defining moment for the Biden presidency. A president in crisis. A tough day. For some, the photo of Joe Biden, his head bowed in sorrow, defines empathy and compassion, fulfilling the president's role as the nation's mourner in chief. But on social media, this phrase is also being used, a defining image. And there's this Washington Post headline. Biden struggles to address the most volatile crisis of his presidency. During a White House press conference, President Biden seemed to shrink into himself. There were some that thought Biden showed a lot of weakness um, during his address. I mean, putting his hands up on his briefcase and then lowering his chin on the microphones, he just looked very beleaguered deflated, devastated. On the verge of tears, President Biden spoke about his past personal tragedies. You get this feeling like you're being sucked into a black hole in the middle of your chest. There's no way out. My heart aches for you. Watching the president become emotional, um, you know, it, 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 it is in line with what people are feeling. But at the same time, I think there's a lot of questions right now about his leadership. I think there's a lot of questions about having confidence in the president. Biden's critics pounced. Frankly, all day today, I sat in horror. He looked like a deer in the headlights. Former President Trump released a presidential looking video statement standing between two American flags. I want to express my deepest condolences to the families of those we have lost. Then he called into Sean Hannity's show. We're being led by people that have no idea what they're doing. I think it was the dumbest move anybody's ever made, perhaps, in the history of our country. But Trump's niece, Mary, whose book called her uncle the world's most dangerous man, had this to say about the Biden photo. This is what humanity looks like. While speaking about the American service members killed in the bombing, President Biden said, quote, we owe them a debt we can never fully repay. Here's what we've learned about some of the fallen. Navy medic Max Soviak is from Berlin Heights, Ohio. He graduated high school in 2017, where he was a great athlete and still found time to join the school band. Says Soviak's sister, he was just a kid. My heart is in pieces, and I don't think they'll ever fit back right again. His last social media posting was from June. It's kill or be killed, he wrote. 
Riley McCollum from Wyoming was on the high school wrestling team. He was expecting his first child in three weeks. Kareem Nikoye also served in the Marines. He's from California. His father learned about his son's death when two Marines came to his home Thursday night to break the news. David Espinosa, a Marine from Laredo, Texas, was among the fallen. 20-year-old Lance Corporal Jared Schmitz was raised in St. Charles, Missouri. His heartbroken dad said he was notified of his death at 2.40 a.m. I won't be able to see the man that he was very quickly growing into becoming, Schmitz's father said. Our prayers are with everyone who has lost someone they loved. In other news today, Kanye West held a listening party for his new album at Chicago's Soldier Field last night. No vaccinations required, but if you wanted one, Jim braces, the shots were made available. It was a bizarre drama-filled night in Chicago. Kanye West set himself on fire, burned down a replica of his childhood home, and recreated his wedding to Kim Kardashian. Yes, that really is Kim, his estranged wife, in the same wedding dress she wore back in 2014. 40,000 fans packed into Chicago's Soldier Field. But unlike most live events these days, the fans did not have to show proof of vaccination or a negative COVID test to get in, prompting fears that the event could turn into a super spreader. West is not a fan of the COVID-19 vaccine. Last year, he called it the mark of the beast. In a statement, the mayor's office defended the concert. Soldier Field was only at half of capacity, and we know that transmission is less likely at outdoor events. Another major gathering, the Sturgis Motorcycle Rally held earlier this month in South Dakota, appears to have sparked a COVID surge. COVID cases in the state just skyrocketed by 500%. It went from 600 COVID cases before the rally to 3,655 the week after the rally. No comment from Governor Christy Nome, who rode into Sturgis on a horse to greet the bikers. Welcome to South Dakota and welcome to freedom. It's clear that if very large numbers of people gather together, even if they are outdoors, even if they're vaccinated or wear masks, there's going to be some spread in those circumstances. The nation's current COVID surge rages on. Florida just broke their daily record for deaths. 901 people lost their lives yesterday. A grim new forecast, estimating nearly 100,000 more Americans could die of COVID between now and December if current trends continue. Lisa Stedman from Winter Haven, Florida, came home from a week in the hospital to find her husband Ronald dead. They were both stricken with COVID, but he had a milder case and stayed home. I was just so weak. I couldn't breathe. And we called 911 and they took us to, they took me to the ER. Ron had a mild case of COVID. Yes, ma'am. And he was given meds and asked to ride it out at home. Yes, ma'am. Finally, Lisa was released, but she was worried because she was not able to reach her husband. When she got home, she came upon a sight that would break her heart. I scooted over to the bedroom door. And when I opened the door, he was there, already passed away already started decomposing. Neither had been vaccinated. I'm so sorry to hear this tragic story. I'm so sorry. Today, pediatricians across the nation are getting calls from desperate parents pleading with them to vaccinate their children under 12 who are not yet approved to get the vaccine. Some parents are reportedly even fibbing about their children's ages to get them the shot. 
Pediatrician Dr. Rishma Chand says that's not a good idea. It's best that parents wait for proper testing to be done and so the vaccine is properly vetted for their children when it is time to get it. And take a look at this. A farmer who was not able to attend his aunt's funeral because of COVID restrictions paid tribute to her in a very special way. Watch as his sheep form this perfectly shaped heart. Farmer says he was able to do this by getting them to follow a long trail of grain on his farm in Australia. A beautiful tribute. This lady's a plus-size influencer. She's got more than a half a million followers. And when someone seemed to be body-shaming her at the gym, she turned the tables and shamed her by posting a video of the exchange. She spoke with Art Lisa Guerrero. This plus-size social media influencer loves to motivate her many fans to hit the gym. Betty Red posts exercise and fashion videos and has more than 500,000 followers. So people are outraged that the 24-year-old was just fat-shamed during this workout. The woman who heckles Betty at the gym in Chicago is blurred, but you can clearly hear the cruel attack. Betty, at what point did you feel like she was fat shaming you? I love that. It's reminding people of the notorious body shaming photo taken in an L.A. gym locker room of an unsuspecting naked woman with the words, if I can't unsee this, then you can't either. The woman who posted the photo was a former Playmate of the Year, Danny Mathers. She's since apologized about the 2017 incident and said she intended to send the photo to one friend, but accidentally sent it to all of her Snapchat followers. After Betty posted the fat shaming video, it went viral with more than 7 million views. If you could say anything to that person now, after this video blew up, what would it be? I want you to take a good look in the mirror and change. What are you doing? Betty says she hasn't seen that heckler since the incident. By the way, a University of Chicago study a couple of years ago found more than four in 10 people with obesity say they have been body shamed. It's been a smash hit for HBO, a racy dating show where women try to separate the bad boys from the nice guys. And one of the guys who walked away a winner might be recognizable to some of you Inside Edition viewers because we covered him very early in the pandemic. He's proof nice guys can finish first. Jared Evans is the breakout star of HBO Max's hit dating show. The name is so racy, we can't say it on TV. I'm at a point in my life where I'm ready for love. The show features bikini-clad women on a tropical island trying to pick out who are the bad boys and who are the nice guys. The steamy show is HBO Max's most-watched reality program ever. Jared was one of the big winners. Jared. Oh, thank the Lord. I went in on a straight mindset to win. You know, I, I did go in to find a partner, honestly. So does Jared look familiar? Inside Edition viewers might recognize him. I was living in Wuhan, China, playing professional football, and, you know, I, I came home, and it's, it's, been, it's been a hell of a year, honestly. Yes, he was in Wuhan when the pandemic started in December 2019. Upon returning to the States, he was placed in quarantine at a California Air Force base and documented his experiences for Inside Editions. We are getting on the bus. How many people can say they went from the pandemic epicenter to winning a reality dating show all in just one year? 
all of a sudden, just an opportunity knocked on my door and uh, I became pretty much a reality star overnight. <laughs> HBO has just ordered a second season of the show. Next, Honey Boo Boo, sophisticated model, her Sweet 16 fashion shoot. Plus, the desperate rescue, once trapped under the street. Plus, the return of ABBA. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. She became a household name during her child pageant days. Now, Honey Boo Boo wants to be known by her given name, Alana Thompson. And Alana Thompson is in Teen Vogue. Honey Boo Boo is a sweet 16, and she just got a glamorous makeover for the new issue of Teen Vogue. My style, it is the best out there. I'm the drippiest person ever. But don't call her Honey Boo Boo anymore. My mama did not name me Honey Boo Boo. My name is Alana, she said. Honey Boo Boo, or Alana, rose to fame at just six years old on Toddlers and Tierras. She tells the magazine it was challenging growing up in the national spotlight. To be honest, I do not have many friends at all. Well, you know what they say, success is the best revenge. Alana does have a boyfriend. He accompanied her to the Teen Vogue photo shoot. It was a massive job as workers used heavy equipment to drill through a street to free something trapped underneath the concrete. But what was it? These men are not repairing a street. It's a life or death rescue mission and earth moving equipment has been called in. By nightfall, the excavation was done, and workers cut into the drain pipe, getting closer and closer. Then, thanks to a kid in the neighborhood, a rescue worker used a skateboard to slide into the drain. And after an 11-hour operation, the moment everyone has been waiting for. So, who or what is it? It's a dog, a dog named Zoe, and out she comes. Buddy. Zoe is 15 years old, and she's completely deaf. So she couldn't even hear the desperate search being done to rescue her. Zoe is now home with her owner, Andrea Tankersley. Her blood sugar was low, but they figured she hadn't eaten so long. So that was, I mean, other than that, she looked great. A city comes together to save a deaf dog. Glad that Zoe got home safe. Back with more after this. Still to come. The return of ABBA. Okay, it's time to commit. 
2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Where it is for the first time in nearly 40 years, ABBA is releasing new music. Mamma Mia, here we go again. The popular group just launched a new Twitter account, ABBA Voyage, with the message, join us. Speculation is that when the site goes live on September 2nd, there will be new music. ABBA's last studio album was released way back in 1982. No one is happier about the news than the ABBA tribute band, Dancing Dream. They spoke with Inside Edition reporter Allison Hall. How pumped are you guys that ABBA is coming out with new music? So pumped. <laughs> We're super excited. I can't even tell you. We couldn't believe when we read the news. I was like, this must be another ABBA tribute, maybe? And when we come back, homecoming with a twist. Finally, where is everybody? This military dad is about to surprise his children after five months away. But where are they? He searches the house. Nope, nobody here. He checks the backyard. There they are. Welcome home, Dad. (laughs) Oh, my ladies. Give me some love. Oh, my ladies. And we salute everyone who serves. That's Inside Edition. Thanks for watching. See you soon. If you like Inside Edition, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey.